Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Mouthing Off. It's your host, Olivia Caridi here. Happy Tuesday. Have a little bit uh, different of a podcast episode for you because me and my friend Sarah Heron, who you've actually already heard on this podcast, we are both in Morocco together. Sarah was on Sean Lowe's season of The Bachelor. She was on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. And now she is the founder of the awesome nonprofit called SheLift. So anyway, we're here in Morocco and yeah, we obviously, I caught up on Sarah and her life and her relationship, but it's mostly giving you the inside scoop about what we're doing in Morocco and we're taking you literally on on the bus with us and uh, on all of our stops one day before we got to the Sahara Desert. So anyway, hope you enjoy this different Mouthing Off podcast with Sarah Heron. Hello from the continent of Africa. What's up? Uh, it's me and Sarah Heron here in Morocco. Yes, this is so strange. This We're on is a so bus. Strange. We're right on now. a bus. We're driving to the Sahara Desert currently um, from Fez, Morocco. Have you ever had a guest on your show while you're on a tour bus <laughs> in a different continent? <laughs> no. Yeah. Can you tell the First. like what the people are listening? Can you tell we're in Morocco? Do our voices do our, sound different? Do we sound more cultured? We're worldly um, now. We're yep. So everyone's so we're on a bus with all of our awesome influencers um, on this trip to Morocco. So if we pass the mic off randomly, uh, that could happen at yeah. any point. And if there's any background noise, so sorry. Yeah. Just, it's Forgive okay. the bus. Forgive the bus. Um, we're in the mountains. So so yeah. So Sarah and I are here. Sarah Heron from Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise twice she's been on the podcast <laughs> once and we will talk about things like that but my we also, resume is getting very lofty it's really it's, it's a you. lofty thing um so we've talked a little bit about bachelor but i guess we can also oh we we've talk talked about, about the bachelor latest, the whole week the whole week we've been talking about it it's funny um it's so fun to talk to people who have never watched the show uh i know because you just get to fill them in on like all of and our spill all juice. of the teas and well, all the juices. And the other night uh, when we checked into our Riyadh, we listened to your episode with Jacqueline. Yeah. So so we, me and Sarah, or Sarah and I, I don't know, we're roommates um, <laughs> here on the trip. And we were falling asleep the other night listening to the podcast yeah. with Jacqueline and laughing hysterically. I hope so you guys good. enjoyed that episode because she is freaking awesome she's the best i love her so much but yeah we were we were listening and laughing and i forget that i'm listening to myself it's weird is it weird yeah it's pretty weird um i think it's okay like you have such an awesome voice you're easy to listen to if i had your voice i would listen to me all the time <laughs> i'm just so fun um okay so so let's i want to talk about what what we're doing here okay and you were the one that basically brought me here so thank you you're welcome um, thanks for being how did here that even happen okay thank you for asking this is a great story so um i guess like a year and a half ago when i launched she lift yeah. i hosted a big fundraiser in la um and it was like a women's night where i had an awesome panel and music performance and this awesome woman was there and her name is kylie and she's the founder of 
Akinella Expeditions, and um, which is essentially this travel agency that curates um, trips around the world that also bring awareness to just culture and diversity. And it's more about experiences than just, um, you know, like going somewhere to get a pretty shot. Yeah. And anyway, she reached out to me and was like, I was at your She Lift event and it was awesome. We should collaborate sometime. And so I started following her account and the photos of the places they go were just so incredible. And then um, Kylie messaged me, I guess over summer, inviting me on an influencer trip they were taking to Peru. And I wanted to go so bad. The Peru trip was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, why couldn't you go? Just a time. uh, Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I had a friend's wedding. Okay. And we were also in the middle of our trip to Dylan and I were in the middle of Yosemite for like a whole month. Oh, I remember that. You told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then one other thing happened. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's just like three amazing opportunities on Mm -hmm. the table right now. I don't know which one to do. I ended up doing none of it <laughs> because because I couldn't make the decision. I was like, I'm for sure going to go yeah. to the wedding. Oh, crap. No, this is what happened. Dylan and I took like a hot little break. That's what happened. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So that was, yeah. So I was pretty sad and was just like, I can't pull my life together. I just remember I felt so honored when you guys had your little break. You, you <laughs> like called me or texted me and yeah. you were upset. And I was like, I'm so glad that you trust me with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so then Kylie reached out to me again um, and was like, hey, we have another trip going to Morocco. And I truly just felt like it was, you know, my favorite book's The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. And my favorite quote from The Alchemist is, um, when you desire something, the entire universe will conspire to make sure that it comes true. And mm-hmm. I was like, I've always wanted to go to Morocco. I this feel is, the same way. yeah, like yeah. this is coming true. So I said yes without any hesitation. And she asked if I knew anyone that would want to come. And I threw her, your name and um, Holly. Yeah. And who you guys heard, Holly, uh, Miss Haldol. Miss Haldol. Yeah. Um, and she couldn't be here, but yeah, so. Here we are. We're here. We're so here. thanks for shouting me out because I can't welcome. believe I'm here. So, no, I, I had been, my family every year goes on a big Thanksgiving trip mm. somewhere. And we were kind of going back and forth. My sister just got knee surgery. And so we were, we're kind of limited on where we can go and things we can do. But um, mm-hmm. I kept suggesting Morocco, Morocco. And, and my mom just said that might be a little bit much with my sister and her inability to, you know, walk at a fast pace or anything like that. But, um, so yeah, so she then can't walk fast she, well, she she's on she's on crutches and like she she kills Sweet it, girl. but she's just slower. Um, so yeah, so and gets tired faster. So uh, I had been wanting to go to Morocco, and then I get a message from Kylie and from you saying, you know, yeah. you know do this. And I I remember I it was pretty last minute, and I do work a lot, so I um, I, I begged people that I work with to give me the days you're to, the queen of last minute everything. i somehow somehow make it happen but i want to i want to give the mic to kylie really quick if that's <laughs> possible are you willing to talk yeah. i just want you to talk about because so basically uh one of the one of the cool things about this this trip and sarah explained akinella expeditions a little bit but um we all have this awesome code that you can use um it's our first name and then akinella so you can use olivia akinella which is a-c-a-n-e-l-a or Sarah Akinella, and um, any of the classic trips that are on the website, which are all uh, in our bios right now on Instagram for all the people who are traveling with us. But you can, if you book a classic trip, you can bring a friend for free. For free. Which is so cool. So I want Kylie to talk about all the destinations that Akinella goes to. So I'm going to give you the mic. 
Here we go. Pass the mic up the bus. This might take the full eight hours to talk about all the destinations we can go to, but um, no, super excited to have you guys here. Um, we go to about 80 countries right now, which is super fun. Um, Morocco is one of our top destinations, so it's been so fun to have you guys here. Um, but yeah, I mean, from trekking Machu Picchu in Peru to um, visiting some of the beautiful scenery in um, uh, Southeast Asia, like Vietnam, super, super fun. We even, you know, go to different places in um, Sub-Saharan Africa, so safaris, which a lot of people really, really love. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really focused, Sarah, you kind of mentioned this, and I love when people pick up on this, is we're really focused on more of the immersion and awareness about the local people and really kind of... There's a monkey. There's a monkey. <laughs> Wait. Just like this. We're pulling this off is right now. Perfect. Okay. Should we get off the well, bus? We're, Can we're we here pause? live. Um, hold <laughs> on. Recording live from there. There is a monkey. We're pulling over on the side of the road right now. Let's take Where the mics. Um, can we? Oh, wait, we can pull it. Let's Good. do this live with people. This okay, is amazing. Okay, so we're going out of the bus right now. Um, sorry if the, the audio isn't great, <laughs> um, but we're going out of the bus to. Right now, we are driving to the Sahara Desert on the side of the road. Here you guys, we are. We're walking off the bus. This is, I feel like I'm on cereal. Oh, there is a <gasps> monkey Holy crossing cow. the road right now. This is so cool. Wow. Please, um, please tell who, me you who just loves got monkeys as much that. as I do because I am so obsessed with monkeys. Every time I see them, I cry. Oh, wow. Oh, this country. There's so many. There's a lot of them up here. What kind wow. of monkeys are these? Rostam, what kind of monkeys are these? Bakats? <laughs> so we're walking up a hill. Sorry if we're Barber apes. Heavy breathe here really quick. what I mean by the immersion. So yeah, so, so we're on a tour bus right now that is very almost like Bachelor, what they take you on when you're going from date to date. <laughs> it's a really nice Wait, van. Is it, are these... Are these monkeys safe? Like, I'm really actually terrified of And we have monkeys. an amazing tour guide named Rostam, <laughs> who is from Fez, where we have been staying. So here we are. Oh, it's over here? Oh my god, you guys, Where's they're one? gonna swarm us. It's in the street. It's in the street. And we're going. Run this way. Here we are. We scared it off. Is anyone getting photos that we can share with people? Oh, there they are, down there. Okay, good. I'm kind of... This is so cool. No. We're like in the woods now. We sudden. are in the woods. At the cedar forest. The cedar forest. Yes. Wow. That was Rastam. You can, can you hear? hear them. Or those I don't goats. know if we picked it. We probably didn't pick it up. There could be goats. That's so fun, though, that people just, you know, they take mules everywhere. They look like mini horses or donkeys. Um, oh, there's one up there. We're literally the right, bringing people the right. right into Morocco. Oh, this is so cool. There's a dirty diaper. Oh. Wow. This is incredible. So, yeah, the drive from Fez, where we started this morning, to the Sahara Desert is about eight hours. Yes. And we're, so we're, we're crossing the, the mountain range right now, which they consider to be like the Moroccan Alps. And so it looks like Switzerland. Yeah. The highest point. There's pine trees everywhere. It actually snows here, which is like crazy. But there's monkeys everywhere. Oh, they're climbing the tree. This is so cool. Wow. This is, this is very Unreal. unique. Unreal. Okay. <laughs> we're just casually getting all. This is really cool. 
Wow. See, see, this is what I love about these trips is the fact that we can just stop anywhere and uh, <laughs> get out of the van, get out of the monkeys. van, see some monkeys podcast. Um, we've been in the car for about two hours. Probably now we're introducing everyone to favorite podcasts, which you guys know, I love true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. I've talked about my favorite murder. I've talked about what are some other ones we've I'm been to, right well, we now? were talking about up and up vanished. and vanished which I'm trying to get Payne Lindsay on the podcast so oh, if anyone listens damn. to up and vanished that's uh that's cool you need to get the guy that does the the VO the, <laughs> the mystery if anyone VO. listens to up and vanished there there's this mystery voice that does these voiceovers that it's very, <laughs> it's the only part of the podcast that freaks me out um oh and people have been asking for further recommendations so while we're looking at monkeys um I'm really liking in the dark right now great podcast Serial season three just came out and it is fabulous. Um, there's some really interesting podcasts coming out or they probably have been out for a while and I'm just finding them late, but out of Canada, there's hmm. a podcast called finding Cleo. Mm. It's a, it's a actually, um, a, a full series called missing and murdered, but I just listened to finding Cleo. So positive, so upbeat. My, my favorite podcast, one is, I guess, not positive. I think I told you about it before. It's terrible. Thanks for asking. Oh, yes. We <laughs> talked about this. I love it. Terrible. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah. And then talking I, about how you really feel versus just when someone says, how are you? And everyone just says, good. Right. It's just about being, being like, a oh, I'm real. actually terrible. Thank Thanks you for, for asking. asking. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, um, we are getting so close to these monkeys right now. I hope someone's taking a photo so we can share what we're seeing. We're still walking around. He's getting it's in It's very cold. Look it's at very cold goat. here. Are these the tree oh, climbing goats? Oh, these are goats? tree climbing goats, maybe? Almost. Oh. Wow. This is so strange, you guys. Morocco is... Morocco's amazing. Let's talk, as we're walking, some of the things we've, we love about Morocco. I'd say the people here are so incredibly friendly. Yes. Everyone is so friendly. Yes. And if you're worried about, you know, not being able to communicate, a lot of people here speak English or yes. at least broken. Or, f- or French. Or French. Yeah. The two main languages are Arabic and French. So if you can at least say like, bonjour. But we've learned, <laughs> you know, saying thank you, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one. Obviously, yeah. we're always just saying, inshallah, inshallah. The people are great. The markets are incredible. And I think I'm going to press pause right now. Oh, because we're going to touch the monkeys. Because look how close these monkeys we're are. Okay, them. pressing pause. BRB. I love being outdoors, and I love any company that makes me feel good about getting out there and living a happier, healthier life through exercise. So thanks to Outdoor Voices, I'm inspired to get outside in high-quality, active apparel for gym life to everyday life, seamlessly and fashionably. Outdoor Voices designs gear for being active, having fun, doing things. Haha, <laughs> if you guys know what I'm talking about. For both men and women, they make clothing to sweat in, to live in, to exercise in. So whether you want a few versatile pieces for your wardrobe or you want an activity specific collection like running shorts outdoor voices has gear for everything the fabrics make the difference outdoor voices signature texture compression it hugs it sculpts it supports as i hike it could work for you whether you're running or even taking an exercise class they use tech sweat it's cool to the touch it wicks sweat and keeps you dry during high intensity workouts and then they have free form which is a cozy and soft material perfect for stretchy activities Another cool tidbit, the Outdoor Voices community is freaking 
awesome. They regularly host events across the country to keep you doing things, meeting new friends. That's how I've met so many Seattle people. I love a brand that wants to connect its customers to each other. So for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Olivia and enter Olivia. Once again, that's 20% off your first order of $100 or more by visiting OutdoorVoices.com slash Olivia and entering Olivia. All right, we're back. Uh, we had to turn off the podcast because we went full monkey mode. Yeah. It was awesome. That's Can't wait so to crazy. share. Um, there's a video of us taking the podcast equipment into the woods. <laughs> you <laughs> heard it. You heard it. Now you get to now see you it. Now you have to see it. Um, okay, so let's talk about the trip. So um, we flew into... Casablanca. Yeah. Which, uh, that movie, that's... I didn't realize Casablanca was in Morocco, which is... I've never even seen Casablanca. Never even seen the movie. Um, so, yeah, we flew into Casablanca and immediately drove a few hours to Fez mm -hmm. and stayed in this awesome Riyadh. Mm -hmm. And the Riyadhs are basically um, these mansion homes that have been transformed into like our version of hotels. Right. Um, but what makes a Riyadh a Riyadh is that, so they have an open area, like they don't have a roof in one area. And there's, if there's plants, like a courtyard, a courtyard, if there's a garden, then it's a Riyadh. So, and, uh, they all have these amazing pools. Which yeah. And they're so cool because like when you're walking up to it, you think you're like in, I mean, it's very like, looks pretty third world yeah, from the outside. It does, and yeah. then you open the doors and, and they're stunning. Magnificent. And, and they have this beautiful tile work, which we'll talk about, um, everywhere and plants everywhere. And the rooms have been awesome and so unique. Everyone's been unique and they serve you these traditional meals. Um, and they're, you know, they always, ha you gather around a table and they bring out um, a bunch of small plates, like I guess what we would call kind of tapas style, mm -hmm. um, full of vegetables and um, a lot of bread. So much bread. So much bread. Yeah, not a lot of fresh veggies. No veggies. <laughs> they do have a lot of veggies. Not a lot of fruit. Um, on the top is kind of plates, but um, the great thing is our breakfast on day two before we kind of explored uh, Fez was bread, <laughs> pancakes, a fried pancake, and then chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and lots of honeys and jams. Lots of honeys. Lots of Lots sweets. of olives. There's olive honey. Um, so the, the food has been, oh, and, and of course the uh, tagine. The t well, the chicken tagine is my favorite. Like, mm -hmm. uh, But I, I kind of burned myself out. I'm on a little it, burned a little out on chicken. Chicken. Chicken tagine. Chicken tagine. They also have a great dish. Um, I don't know what it is. In Arabic, uh, ch chicken, chicken pie. It's like pastella, pastella, pastella. Pastel. Yeah. Nice, yeah, pastella. It uh, it's a chicken pie, so it's like minced chicken inside with onions and it's and like I, phyllo dough, like phyllo dough on top of it. But then the crazy thing is, sprinkled on top is cinnamon and powdered sugar. Yeah, but it's not too overpowering. No, it's a really sweet yet savory dish. And another interesting thing that we've learned, as we were saying, the people of Morocco are so friendly. Um, but anytime you enter a building of any sort you're offered mint moroccan tea and they it has like a, a beautiful fresh sprig of mint but they they really really sweeten it so you have to make sure when you visit yeah. here hopefully with akinella that you ask for a uh, slight sugar yeah, just a little sugar um, so that's been really interesting yeah but fez was great uh what we, we visited the king's palace 
We went to the Med- Medina. 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 Thank you. Mm-hmm. So bad with languages. <laughs> Same. Mm. Um, but we, there's just, mark. you could get lost. It, in the Medina, there's just a maze yeah. of markets. It's not for the faint of heart. It's, no. you know, when you think like, Oh, I've been to markets in Tulum or, you know, we were talking about or Sayulita. It's like gorgeous. And this is a real market. I mean, complete. I mean, very busy. <laughs> and that, that, that's so they have there. There was Shop brains um, on just they're They're there like on a platter. I remember passing it and saying, oh, that's that's a brain. Um, and then, oh, uh, there was a head. camel head hanging. Um, so you can find amazing, pretty inexpensive, you know, scarves, textiles, things like that. But then also um, there's a lot of fresh food. They eat a lot of dates here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I guess if a guy wants to marry a girl, he gives her dates I or something. That tr- I missed the story. On we'll that. have to we'll have to uh, get the confirmation on that. But um, yeah, it's a little punny to me. <laughs> We should we should start that. I like dates. Yeah. Dates are good. Um, so yeah, so we did Fez, um, and then we moved to this amazing. If you plan on visiting Morocco, there's a uh, Riyadh that we stayed at, Riyadh Salam. Oh, so incredible! So I mean, it's beautiful. like what you've seen on Instagram. Yeah, if you've seen these amazing mosaics, yeah, it's here. They're just stunning. <laughs> and so yeah, so we we checked out. Riyadh Salam um, and Fez and then we drove you know the thing you learn about Morocco is everything's kind of there it's pretty far away yeah so we drove a pretty long ways to a city about four hours about four hours to Chef Chowan mm-hmm. which is the city uh, the blue city is what they call it and it's just alleys and alleys of blue yeah so I don't know if you heard um, this yesterday but the tradition is that um you know, centuries ago, the Jewish homes were mm-hmm. painted blue, and that's how they knew in the town who was a Jew and who wasn't. And then when they decided, I think, to just like restore and maintain the city, and yeah. the blue is so beautiful, um, they adopted it citywide. And so all the homes and all the alleyways are painted blue. It's And they're all different shades. It's not all the same color. There's so many different shades of blue and then pops yeah. of color. And so, so you're walking into these blue alleyways, but it's, you know, markets. And then there's also contrasted with these amazing rugs yeah. and, and these textiles. There's, so you're seeing the oranges and the reds. It's just crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, you know, I'll just weigh in. Like, so Chef Shawin is much more of a village. Yes. And, and Fez is like the main, is a main city. And for me, like, yeah. I am much preferred yeah. Chef Shawin yeah. so far. I'm, I like doing a little bit more of the, like the back streets. Right. Um, just quieter. Also, the prices are amazing. Yes. Chef Shawin, everything was much more affordable. I got some amazing Argan Moroccan uh soaps yep. argan oil so you know it's i didn't like, know you did that yeah because oh. i'm obs- well i was i'm like obsessed with moroccan oil the yeah. brand i buy it and so here i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna get the legit real deal and i got curries and a bunch of spices i had no idea yeah it's all it's all up in the overhead bin <laughs> i got i got a runner i yeah. we went to this beautiful uh rug not a rug store but it was a unesco um mansion that had been um it's being protected as a, a place where women can sell their rugs. Yeah, cooperative. So yeah, cooperative. So it's really cool because they take, I think he said they have like 1,200 women yeah. so far in, in the organization that they sell they sell their rugs. And these rugs are just gorgeous. And some of them, you know, take 12, 12 months mm-hmm. to make. But um, there was a runner in there that I fell in love with. But uh, it was 
supremely out of my budget. So yeah. um, I found one that, of course, is not one of a kind like that one, but it looked it's similar. been funny because like everywhere we go we'll be like how much is the drug and they'll be like oh well in the united states it'd be eight thousand dollars <laughs> here only four only four thousand like, um still way That's out of our budget <laughs> who do you think we are yeah, four thousand um, dollars so yeah and then we're driving to the sahara today which obviously we won't be able to talk about but you'll see photos um on our instagram um but i wanted to kind of explain influencer trips yeah um if you want to explain that a little bit okay sure do that influencer trips uh influencer trips are how do so basically we're just here with a couple i think there's five of us ladies who are known for different niches on Mm -hmm. instagram and our various platforms um and kylie could probably speak to the value in bringing influencers on a trip like this but i think it serves everybody involved because it's a great opportunity for us as creators to collaborate and um, kind of like share network, share creativity, share ideas. Yeah. I mean, just even on this trip alone, um, I got inspired to start a vlog. Yes, you've been <laughs> you've been a vlogging queen. <laughs> so well, be on the lookout for my first vlog. And it's just really cool to meet new people and like constantly be sharing and yeah. talking about all of our worldly experiences and where we want to go. And then, you know, it brings awareness to Akinella and um yeah I think I think yeah well it's just sometimes I feel like even myself I I get nervous about the term influencer and and there's so many different ways of influencing people but yeah but this trip to me is is such a positive thing and such a great way to share Mm -hmm. just these cultural travel experiences with people and to show people that you know, Morocco or, or anywhere else I've been, Iceland, anywhere, like these are all accessible places that people can go to and people can, can do all of the things that we're doing. But right. I just love hearing from people say, you know, I want to visit Morocco because of your content or you, you make Morocco look so amazing because we're all here just, we're doing these great experiences and making sure that we're trying to capture the best images yeah. um, of this, of this, of, you know, of Morocco and of these smaller cities and um, so yeah, so it's it's an important and it's so interesting talking to all of these influencers with different niches and we're all sharing so much valuable information and also being really forthcoming about the positives of social media and then kind of also the the negatives of social yeah. media and uh, which I've is important. Been, I've been on several influencer trips and I know everyone's like, oh, I hate the word influencer. I hate yeah. being called that. But it, I mean, it is what it is. Creator. Yeah you know, collaborator, whatever we call it. But I think what's really cool is it is a pretty insular job, Mm -hmm. if you want to call it that. Like, unless you have a partner who's also an influencer and you get to, like, travel the world together and bitch about Instagram together. (laughs) Like, you never really have someone to talk about, um, like, well, how do you, or like, oh my gosh, is your engagement dropping? Mine's dropping. What's going on? Why are we in, why are we not getting, well, I think people like this is a job yeah. for us like what people said you're going to Morocco and I said yeah and of course like it's an, a beautiful vacation but I, I take any job like this very seriously yeah. and that's why you know it might seem silly that we're sitting around kind of talking about engagement but we are collaborators and we're finding out ways to best showcase our creativities and and um, right this is a job it, yeah exactly you know? it, it, so. and it's like we're not just sitting around like yeah, talking. Yeah, farting around. No, we're actually making great us. friends too. But 
but it's a business and and um, we here we're here to um, we're here to obviously give Aknella uh, a lot of attention and then we also have sponsors on this trip and they're great that's mm-hmm. Arvo um, we are all wearing Arvo watches uh, which is was awesome and then of course in the Riyads we we're wearing uh, somersault swimsuits, which yeah, shout out to somersault. Shoot. Thank goodness for a swimwear <laughs> company that wears swimsuits or creates swimsuits that cover the bum. Well, we should talk about that because I think like when you sign up for a trip mm-hmm. where the founder messages you and says, hey, we're doing a photo shoot in your swimsuit. Pick <laughs> one online. Yeah, we'll bring it to you. You're never going to try it on. So, like, <laughs> hopefully it fits. That's a huge freaking gamble. It is. It is. And I will just say, I so I got to pick out two suits. We all got two suits. And they fit. Like, perfectly. Them, like a yeah. glove. So, I think if we can all say that about the brand, the suits we it's picked It's quality out, brand. Yeah, that's pretty good. And thank you for covering my bum. Yeah. I've talked about this on a <laughs> podcast. I swear nowadays, swimsuits, the bums just become more thongy. Yeah. And I can't be about it. I know. No one wants I don't need to, to wear. My <laughs> no one needs to see light. my. <laughs> they don't want to. It just doesn't. I don't want it to. It doesn't need to, to happen anymore. Um, and then we have uh, gravel. Yeah. These awesome travel bags, bags. Toiletry bags. Which is going to be dope because we're going to take them glamping with us in the we're Sahara. We're going glamping in the Sahara. Like, Can you what do we even it? pack for the Sahara? Wet wipes? Uh, lots of wet wipes. <laughs> Sunscreen, wet wipes. Lots of wet wipes. Yeah. Um, and then, why am I forgetting? Oh, fa- duh. Fawn oh, design. Yeah. Fawn design. These amazing fanny packs. I think fanny packs are rad, but all I have is like mountain fanny packs from, right. you know, from REI or anything yeah. like that. So this is so cool to have. The, they're these gorgeous, co- there's black and taupe and um, all these great colors, gray and is that taupe? I don't, what's is it taupe? taupe? I don't know what taupe <laughs> is. But yeah, so anyway, those are our sponsors, and we're going to try to showcase them as well because um, that's so cool, and this I is mean, an that's awesome another, collaboration. That's a great point. Like, that's um, another awesome way for brands to get Connect awareness. Connect with, yeah. And, you know, it's through trips like this. So if you are maybe a brand that wants to partner with Akinella, you should reach out to Kylie or message them because totally. I bet they would love to bring your product on an influencer totally. trip. So yeah. You know it's time to stock up on all those fall and winter clothes. And when you do, I highly recommend shopping on Mod Cloth. With Mod Cloth, there's no ordinary outfit. When you shop with Mod Cloth, you get to wear what you want, you get to go against the current and be unapologetically yourself. There's hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. Mod Cloth has tons of stylish outerwear that's sure to make an impression. This site is where you're going to find those one-of-a-kind special pieces you'll always have in your closet. And just in time to help you for the holidays, Mod Cloth's Party Boutique, where you can shop sheer lace, velvet, sparkle, anything for the holidays. All of my favorite items in my closet are from Moncloth. My favorite area to shop on the site is the outerwear. You can find the most gorgeous, warm winter coats. I have this one velvet coat from Moncloth that I will never, ever part with. See for yourself. You can check out their website and shop a full range of sizes from extra, extra small to 4X. Every woman, as I said, is celebrated on Moncloth. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, Go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H modcloth.com and enter the code Olivia at checkout. 
This offer is only valid for one-time use, and it expires on February 2nd of 2019, so make sure you shop quickly. That's 15% off your purchase of $100 or more on ModCloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com, with the promo code Olivia at checkout. Um, so that's our trip, and we'll keep updating everyone, but I also wanted to just catch up with you, Sarah. Yeah. Because we haven't seen each other in a minute. Um, I know we, you were, you were dating oh, Dylan when we podcasted, right? Oh yeah. Oh We've yeah. Together for a year and a half. Oh yeah. Duh. So how are things going? Things are great. Yes. Yeah. I, so we, we had a little bit of a rough patch, uh, which isn't like totally pub, you know, I don't talk about it, but I think that's normal for any, yeah. any relationship when you kind of hit that one and a half year mark, it was just kind of like, you know, okay. just growing. Yeah. It's just growing pains. And um, I'm so grateful that I have someone who is like communicative mm-hmm. and wanted to work through it. And we both addressed, you know, like, well, in order for this to work, it's a choice and we have to choose yeah. to show up for each other and choose to improve the things that um, make us the best version of ourselves. Because I think when I moved over to, you know, his town, I lost a little bit of my identity. Right. I folded into his and that's not really attractive to anybody right. um, who's like, oh, what? Okay, you live in my town. You only have my friends. And you, it's a very small town. Yeah, so. 4,000 people. Yeah. So it's it's very different for you. Yeah, and he knew me as like Sarah Heron, Miss Independent, who runs a nonprofit, works in L.A. Like, yeah. you know, so I think he was just kind of, he was needing to see that independence in me again. And so... I was committed to working on that, and I took a pottery class, and I <laughs> which we did here. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think it's important to get feedback like that as well, mm-hmm. um, because of course I don't want to just like become an extension of right. him. I need to stay who I am, and and then of course he had things that he needed to um, work on as well. And so today, six months later, like we're in an amazing place, and yeah. I, I'm so grateful that I you just guys have are someone that's beautiful yeah. thanks just freaking awesome I mean because so many people at that stage you know you just yeah you, you call it quits right and I think that's what's beautiful about being in your 30s and like being so much more self-assured of who you are mm-hmm. and what you want in life and the partner you want that um that you are willing to work through things and be a little bit more adult and respectful and mature about it rather than just being like, well, someone else is going to come along. Grass is greener. Right. I'll quit on this one. Right. But I also, I think maybe I, I admire you guys so much because I, if I think about a relationship that I want, it looks a lot like mm-hmm. yours where you, you're traveling together and, yeah. you know, doing all this backcountry activity together. Yeah. Um, that's kind of, when I say I want someone who wants to travel or explore, it look it looks like a lot yeah. of what you guys do. Yeah, we're so fortunate. Um, again, a lot of it is, we're so for- fortunate. Like, I should just end it there. Yeah. But I, I think it's, like, important for people to know the realities, too. It's, like, we're not just, like, bouncing from country to country, <laughs> like, making tons of money right. and always playing. Like, there's always a side that when you get home, you're glued to the computer for mm-hmm. five days and trying to work your butt off and yeah. you know so it's I have three roommates <laughs> like <laughs> life, I did, it's not quite the life I envisioned but man I am so happy right and that's all that and matters. you guys have done so much you you did the Dolomites mm-hmm. together you did uh Yosemite together yeah and you did the the cute you you talked about doing the car camping thing right with the little pod or whatever yeah we took a, a teardrop trailer on the road for a month in 
Ooh. in June. That actually might be what prompted the the, <laughs> the, the yeah the break. Yeah, because yeah. it was just, oh god a month with anyone in a teardrop trailer. Ooh, those are small. Yeah. Google it. It's uh, you're <laughs> it's in a escapod. tiny space. I'll give a shout out to my my best friends Jen and Chris because they own it. So Escapod, they're in Salt Lake and Park City. And what else have so he's a he's a photographer. So yeah. um, do you think starting a relationship with him kind of also got you going on this whole wanting to move more into to travel and, and no I think um well I guess a little bit of both like I had never traveled the world yeah. before dating Dylan he's much more of a world traveler he's you know a travel photographer adventure photographer and so he definitely evoked that in yeah. me and brought that out but I was always adventurous and I was always doing um well, of course yeah like the things that pushed me out of my comfort zone and I think that's what brought us together because right. you you know they always say like when you stop looking, looking for it right. and when you're truly doing what you love that's when love finds you so I was just like doing what I loved and it brought him into my life and now we get to do what we love together yeah because you met when you were working on a on a she lift retreat yes yeah yeah I just was looking at your Instagram and one of your recent captions you know you had kind of said two years ago you would have never been someone who yeah hopped in a tent and, no. and did all these things so mm-hmm. which is thank you for always reading my cap you're so your <laughs> captions are you wrote this I'll, I'll never forget you wrote this um, incredible I think I talked about it on our last podcast together but it was a picture of you and Dylan yeah and just like the love that you guys have for each other it your yeah. captions are are incredible yeah, and thank you um so I thought like writing provoking yeah um what had you just said before so that two years oh yeah two years um I never I I mean like I liked being outside but I don't think I'd be the type that's like I'm gonna go backpacking and like not wash my armpits for (laughs) five days and now you're doing that on the reg yeah now I'm like ew I have to shower boring (laughs) yeah you have you're showering every day here no I was anytime I shower here which is every day she's like you're showering again like you're showering I have to shower now (laughs) great I just my hair gets greasy it's really so tragic. Um, so yeah, so your captions are awesome. But um, you've also been doing so many fun activities. So I want to, um, the last time we talked, you said, you know, with your limb differences, that or, or your group of women yeah. um, in She Lift with limb differences or things like that, that, you know, you want to challenge yourself to do these things. And I saw you did po- like a Pilates class or something like that, mm-hmm. which was... Yeah, well, I just feel that like, for all of my life until I was like 25 yeah. I, I limited myself from trying so many things right. like I was always too scared to try yoga or Pilates or boxing or really anything that like put me out there and, right. and put my arm on display like right. I didn't want to bring attention to myself so I feel like um, in later in life when I've grown into my self acceptance around my difference now I'm like I want to try all the things you're like, doing everything yeah so I literally I try everything you're climbing now yeah I love rock climbing you're rock like it's just mm-hmm. incredible you're your page is just awesome. Thank and I, you. you know, I talked about it a little bit with Jacqueline, like how I continue to follow people who yeah. inspire me. So. Well, it's, it, I think it's like what I want women to know is the reason we don't try things is, is only our self limiting belief that's holding us back. Mm-hmm. And it's only the story that we're creating in our heads of I'll look silly or what if I fail or what if I'm not fast enough or strong enough. Yeah. And, really no one cares no one like no one cares and and so it's like I didn't ski my whole life because I was like well I don't want people to look at my arm 
because I'll have my sleeve bunched up and or I'm only going to have one pull and I don't want people to like think anything about me. And I'm, and once I got over that, I'm like, no one thinks anything about it. And actually, if anyone sees me rock climbing, they're more likely to say, that's badass. You are rather badass. than like, you look silly. What are you doing? That's so silly. There? Why are you doing that? Yeah. That's so we really just need to change the story in our head right. about what's stopping us from doing the things we've always wanted to do. What is stopping me? What is stopping you? I feel like in the last year or two, I've really tried to to open myself up to the things that freak me out or mm-hmm. scare me. And I we talked about it a little bit earlier, but the, the bungee jumping mm-hmm. stuff, that was the first thing I've ever done in my entire life where I was like, yeah, this is, is something that a lot of people wouldn't do probably or something where, Oh, this could be a fatal experience for me, but I'm going to do it. And the minute I got to the, the, you know, I jumped off this bridge and I'm like, what am I doing? Who am I? I was always someone growing up who was more reserved, um, or, or was just more careful about things Mm -hmm. like a calculated risk taker, I guess you could say, but I feel like I've just gotten riskier, which might not be a good thing, but do you feel like there's anything that you feel vulnerably limited by? Well, I mean, I'm just trying to, I just, I, I feel like I'm so in my head all the time. I've talked about this so many times where I, I overthink so many things and I feel like a lot of, I, I pass up too many opportunities because I just think what if, what if it if, or like, what is this going to happen or what's mm-hmm. that going to happen? And, um, and that's why, you know, even like an opportunity like this, my first reaction when it was, oh, Morocco's happening and it's in like three weeks. Because mm-hmm. we found out basically at right the beginning of November. Yeah. Um, and I thought, my immediate first thought was, I can't do it. I can't make that happen. I can't get the work, time off work. Mm-hmm. And then when I slept on it and really thought about it, I was like, I got to try. Mm-hmm. So it's the initial kind of, you got to get over the initial brain fart of like I there's just a reason I can't do this right mm-hmm. a lot of people are plagued by that like the laundry list of reasons why, why they can't do something I have work I have errands I have chores I have kids yeah yeah I just wish I would stop saying I can't make a blog because I have to watch Netflix <laughs> this is my this is my problem all the time um yeah we're gonna eventually run out of battery and really? have to yeah it's it's super frustrating Damn. but um but whatever okay so i want to talk about she lift okay um first of all the last time we podcasted you talked about the she lift podcast yeah which has been on a break yes so um the she lift podcast has been on a break i think we got uh, about 19 episodes and uh put it on hiatus yep. for a couple different reasons one being that it's a lot of work Ooh. Girl, I respect you. Ooh, thank you. Man, it's hard. Um, it's hard. It's a lot here. of work. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's definitely coming back. I have still amazing guests in the can that are waiting for their episodes. Who's in the can? Um, okay, so I have this one girl, Lila, who's not, she's not like a celebrity yeah. or anything, but she's an, this amazing girl that reached out to me and took the initiative to share her story with mm-hmm. me about self-care and this huge transformation that she went through yeah. um, when she had a medical diagnosis that changed her life. And um, anyway, she reached out, shared her story. She was so articulate, so just like captivating. I, right. I jumped on the phone with her and I was immediately like, I have to share your story. Um, I have some, I have some other like influencer people, some consultants, Amy Purdy, who is my, um, dear friend she's a double amputee 
Paralympic snowboarder. Um, you rule. I, yeah, I have, she rules. You got to get these episodes out. I know people, they're mad at me. They're everyone's like messaging me. When's it airing? I'm like soon. I promise. So it is coming back. Um, there will be some slight rebrand changes to it. I'm, okay. I'll just let everybody know. So it, it won't be it named won't be the, called she the She Lift podcast, podcast okay. anymore. Um, but the theme is staying the same. It's about women empowering women and using their platforms to inspire people. So it'll be back. I just need a little bit of time to get things up and running to get them going. Yeah. What What's the estimate? Like I'm shooting for January. January. Yeah, got to get through the holidays. Yeah, I'm, it, podcasting is fun and so rewarding, but it—I mean—it's hard work. And um, you know, I even like I'm here and and I'm like I got to I got to do the podcast episode. I got to you know, and yeah. I'm constantly thinking about there's pressure to always have someone you know have someone on and make it a good episode and and you know there's it's so critical out there. Well, uh, okay, so I won't say that I'm not gonna do ads or anything yeah. like that but I, I was telling you I started selling some ads on the podcast and the minute I did that it just started it like I know you do ads yeah you're, you're like a, a queen at them right. bang them out for me I struggled and so it was really like time consuming and it just felt like well then this isn't fun for me anymore right. because I started this to share women's stories Ooh. um man down and yeah, getting a little bit of cash is great out yeah. of it. But as soon as it became like a job for me, I was like, it's not a passion anymore. And I think it's if you can master the two, which you've done, yeah. fantastic. But for me, I was like, I have too many projects going on. I'm editing it. I'm booking my guests. I'm, like, I just couldn't do all of it. So I was like, this needs to come back when it's passionful right. and purposeful rather than You've talked about this before. I think you've even captioned it. Because <laughs> I read all your captions, um, but the the doubt that sometimes you go through when starting new projects. Yeah, I suffer from that r a lot. I do too. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to to find. You know, I, I have all these ideas in my head, but as I've said, like I find reason one, two, three, four, five why mm -hmm. um, it might not work, or mm -hmm. or I don't have the time, or. You know. That's what's even scaring me about starting this vlog. You got it. I do I do? I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and then I do it, and I'm. I'm really good at it. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then I lose steam. That's can we, my problem. Can we be each other's interns? I know, right? Oh <laughs> you can gosh. give me the things you need to do or you need well, me to do need and to vice versa. Outsourcing. Like that's yeah. where you've, you, you have support, which is so smart. And yeah. I know everyone says you can't do everything all by yourself. And that's, that's I, what I always try to do. I unfortunately a lot of times have the attitude of, oh, I can do everything by myself. And then I end up completely overwhelming myself mm -hmm. and driving myself insane. Yeah. Um, and that's how you end up not finishing your podcast. And, <laughs> like, and how you have all these unfinished projects yeah. that you, you know, fall, fall apart on you. Yeah. Ugh, we need to, we need to get it together. Um, okay. So let's. I have a couple random things that I wrote down. Okay. Oh, your January workshops. Let's talk about those. Okay. So I'm very, very, very excited. Um, I'm relaunching my Sarah Heron website. Yes. Um, this is really exciting because after doing two and a half years of SheLift, the overwhelming response from women was just that, you know, what we were doing with SheLift was so incredible. Mm -hmm. and women wanted a way to feel empowered and community and connection and overcome self-limiting beliefs and build confidence but maybe they didn't have a physical difference right and so women were asking if I could expand the brand to include able-bodied people and yeah. I, it didn't feel right making that an extension of SheLift because I want to preserve what SheLift is for those women I think yeah. it's like very special for them to have a sense of belonging and a place 
So I wanted to expand my Sarah Heron brand to offer um, workshops and courses for women that are looking to take a risk and develop their confidence. And in January, I'll be introducing a new series of workshops. I'm leading with four. They're going to be in San Francisco, L.A., Denver, Austin, and and actually just got a great suggestion for Salt Lake. So the courses will be day long. It's a component of life coaching right. and overcoming those self-limiting beliefs and really identifying what it is, what that fear is that's holding you back from greatness. Writing your mission statement, turning it around, and saying this is this is the mission I'm gonna leave with today mm-hmm. and, and walk back out into the world with. And we're going to cap it all off with an amazing, empowering photo shoot, kind of like the one we did here in yep. Morocco. And those women are going to walk away with their new discovered sense of self. Self. They're going to have their photos that they just look beautiful in and empowered. And it's going to be amazing. And they'll have 20 new best friends. I Sounds like something I need to do. You can come. Can I? I'm, yeah, come. I you mean, should come. You should yeah. come. I'll do one in Seattle. Yeah, you'll help me host. Moved. It. I will. Yeah, okay. but I also will be an active participant. Okay. I and need it more than probably hosting. Perfect. I need a confidence boost. So. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's actually called a course in confidence. You can find it on sarahheron.com. I sign up. <laughs> it's already like. How do I not know about this? It's, it's up, already. I, long. I haven't announced it. Well, here we're breaking news. Yeah, breaking this, news. This is happening yeah, right here, right it. now. Olivia Creedy, first to report. A- AKA, all of this goes back to just like being your truest, most authentic self, yes. um, which you talk about all the time, and which yep. is something that's so important to me. Yeah. Um, just being yourself at all times, even if it doesn't look pretty, which a lot of times it doesn't look pretty for right. me, but right. who cares? You know, so yeah, I want all of you guys to sign up for that, and we'll create one in Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> no, be, we really will. That would be so cool. Yeah. So, so I want to go back to to, to traveling. Um, you've done a lot of things, and I've done a lot of things, but we were talking all in a group in the bus, like what what our kind of bucket lists are. Yeah. Which the term bucket list can can get a little bit, you know, foggy sometimes with uh-huh. what we're actually what's reasonable and what's just kind of lofty, but. Okay. Um, if if you if Akinella were to invite you to a couple more places, what would you want to do? I re- I really want to do Nepal. I don't know if it's in my physical wheelhouse, but I would love to do a base camp trek. Okay. Um, and then I did, don't who said Japan? Because as soon as they Japan. Said Japan, I was like, oh yeah, duh. How did I forget that? Japan's so amazing. I'd say those are my two right now. Um, what about you? I. So so Kylie has been talking about um, Kilimanjaro, yeah. and um, it's some. I mean, it's something I've been talking about. There's so many sheep on the road. There's so many sheep everywhere. This is very Iceland right here. This actually, like Iceland. this are we in Iceland right now? Very, very I'm or, freaking out. Or Utah. Or Utah. <laughs> well, I wish sheep. Are, look at the yeah, sheep everywhere. Um, so yeah. So Kilimanjaro is something I would really really love to do. Um, and. You know, a lot a lot of the travel kind of qualms that I have is just feeling like I, I can't do it on my own or that I can't, I don't have enough people who could go with me or things like that, which I think is probably a common mm-hmm. travel thing is like, who's going to go with me? Who mm-hmm. can, who, you know, people always say, how do you afford to go on all of these trips, which is probably something good to talk about. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kilimanjaro. My thing is, uh, what always stops me is, um, like, with Kilimanjaro, I've always wanted to do that, too. But what always stops me is, well, I don't know where to start. Right. Like, I don't a know lot where of, to A lot of it is just, where do you start? Yeah. I yeah. don't know the, the 
company I like the trekking company where do I get a Sherpa I, <laughs> all of that that but that's I think uh, something that holds a lot of people back is is not even knowing where to begin yeah which is why you know there are so many times where I love doing the solo travel concept or like when my family travels together we just kind of do whatever but there's something so comforting and so nice about having a tour yeah and having guides and and you know kind of an itinerary of what we're going to do every day yeah. and obviously while you're doing these stops there's free time to, to to explore on your own but it's so hard to plan everything it's i mean so the time it took to plan iceland i was like i i could i don't know if i could do this all the time especially yeah especially when you're dealing with foreign languages it's so hard. I, I don't know. But I want to bring Kylie into this one more time really quick. Because um, I want to talk about like some of maybe your favorite experiences on tours. You've been everywhere. so uh, And Sarah, you can interview her. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, Kylie, oh my gosh. Where have your favorite trips been? This is the hardest question for me to answer because I love different things about every place that I go. But um, Olivia, you actually mentioned this is one of the places you want to go. India mm. is I've been to India probably a dozen times. What? And it never, That's it never, crazy. ever gets old because um, there's so many different parts of India. There's so many different things to experience. The north is different than the south. You have desert, you have jungle. The food is amazing. And the people, the people are just so incredible, so welcoming. And there's so many opportunities to have really immersive experiences that you just you could never get in a lot of places around the world. So I love India, but I mean, it's hard. Safaris, Africa, beautiful. Um, and I love trekking as well, so Kilimanjaro. <laughs> that definitely needs to stay in your list. <laughs> I have not done Nepal base camps. There are a lot of places that I would love yeah. to go, but anything that is active um, and immersive with local people, I love, so. If there yeah. was a tour right now that listeners that you could like plug, which is yeah. upcoming, past, whatever is offered on the website, like which is the most like entry level or like popular one that yeah. you would suggest? Right off the top of my head, I would say Peru. Peru, especially for um, American travelers, but really, you know, European, Australian, whoever's listening to this, it's not too far. And it's, it's, um, it's just a beautiful experience, especially Machu Picchu. So yeah, spending time in the Andean mountains, the Andes, um, visiting Machu Picchu. Peru has amazing cuisine. The people yeah. are lovely. The colors. Yeah, the and colors we, are so one good. of the favorite things that people love is we do a llama blessing ceremony. What is that? So cool. There's probably a couple hundred baby llamas, well llamas, and many of them are babies yeah. that come together. Um, with a local family, um, the, f the father of the family, his name is Juan, and yeah. he goes on to, to bless the baby llamas. They do it for every birthing so that it brings prosperity to their family and their community. Isn't that beautiful? Which is so, that's the cool <laughs> part of the experience that we get when we do stuff like this. Yeah. You know? Oh, I want to ask you, because we were just talking about kind uh -huh. of people who have trouble getting started with, with travel or things like that. Like, what advice do you have for people who always, you know, probably say, that's my dream trip. I could never make that happen. What do, you, what do you say to those people? The first thing that I say is never never believe that it can't happen. And I think two things really stop people. One is fear of, of where they're going, and two is that they don't have the time or money to do it. And so my, my biggest suggestion is always plan for it. If you know you want to go somewhere, 
plan a year in advance and that's a beautiful time to get so excited mm -hmm. to be able to go to save the money that you need to take off the time that you need and to really prepare yourself for the experience um, and I would say also find people who put themselves out there and talk to them don't talk to the people that that don't put themselves out yeah. there because those will be the ones it'll be the people who haven't been there that are right. telling you the things that are scary because a lot of times they're not true now I want to ask too you know you create all there are men who come on these trips and they're open to men. Um, yes, when I speak definitely. just about influencer trips, obviously anyone can come on her classic trips, but, um, what, ha what has been kind of eye opening or cool that you've learned about these awesome women who come on your trips? Cause you've had so many amazing influencers come on your trips. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just incredible because being a woman, you know, having founded a business and when I was 20 years old there yeah, were a lot a stud, of challenges way. and there still are and I think you know as much as it looks like Sarah you talked about this a beautiful life you know I'm traveling everywhere it's not like a lot of it is really hard I'm very fortunate and I love what I do but you do get a lot of people that push back mm -hmm. and say that you're too young you shouldn't be doing this you don't know what you're doing and I love seeing other women on these trips that are defying those same stereotypes yeah doing things that I really admire I mean, I would, I just admire everyone that comes on these experiences for the, for the wonderful stories that they're sharing via their content and also how they're empowering so right. many other women. It's beautiful. And when I learned that you are 26, <laughs> it, I mean, you're my age and you're freaking running this amazing business. I mean, she is destroying the game. She's here. We might some nomads. And now we're going to see some nomads. And now we're going to see some nomads. We're going to pause and see some nomads, and we'll come back. Years and years ago, I gave up soda completely. And you'd think that meant I had to give up bubbles and flavor, but that's not the case because I drank Hint Water. It's a bubble-free alternative to sugar and diet drinks that tastes just like fruit. There's over 20 naturally fruit-flavored waters that, believe it or not, will make water your favorite drink. It's the best-selling flavored water with 85% share of the market. And to date, Hint Water has helped millions of Americans get away from their addiction to diet soda and help them fall in love with water. It's Whole30 approved, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, has no preservatives, no sugars, no sweeteners. And despite all that, Hint Water is so tasty that it makes it easy for me to drink eight glasses of water a day. No boring water flavor, which I've often complained about. So you can buy individual flavors. Worth noting, my favorite flavors are watermelon and strawberry kiwi. Or you can get variety packs, or you can do the flavor of the month club and try a new flavor each month. And if you miss those bubbles from soda every once in a while, they have Hint Fizz with some sparkling water, which I actually love, and uh, they have Hint Kick, which is caffeinated. So to receive 36 bottles for $36, visit drinkhint.com slash Olivia and use the promo code Olivia. Once again, receive your first order of 36 bottles for $36 by visiting drinkhint.com slash Olivia with the promo code Olivia. We're back. <laughs> We're back in the we, bus. We keep uh, pressing stop and then going again. Sorry, guys. But um, <laughs> we just went to a little kind of nomad camp. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. That was probably my favorite thing so far. We were driving over this mountain range and... Which looks so much like Iceland. It's weird. Yeah. And is completely like uninhabited except but for sheep. nomads. That and nomads. Along the road and live here part time of the year and then move down into the Sahara in the winter. It's crazy. Yeah. So so we stopped on the side of the road and and Rastam, our tour guide, um, 
went and talked to the woman yeah. named Haju um, and made sure we could come sit with her. And of course, she made us tea because that's what everyone here customary. does. It's customary. We learned that the higher that you hold the teacup or to pour the water, the, the higher kettle, you yeah. hold it, the kettle um, means you're Pot. welcome. Uh, did yes. you hear about that? Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. And she was showing us the white foam of the tea, which shows that it's good tea. Um, but yeah, so she lives out in the mountains when it's uh, warm um, in, in her, and, she's, uh, she, and she was a, a Berber woman, so she has a tattoo on her forehead that mm-hmm. signifies that she's married. And then um, she lives out there with, uh, she had a granddaughter, three-year-old granddaughter. I, didn't mi- I missed that they were part gone. of the story. Yeah, oh. they, were, they were gone. They were and out. lots of kittens on lots leashes. Lots of kittens on little leashes <laughs> and then two little puppies. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, lots of chickens and a turkey. I love that part. Even that was sweet. Oh, the chickens! Yeah, for Tierra, uh, everyone, chicken girl for my season. Oh, I was like, huh? She loves a good chicken. Oh my god! I I made sure to take those. Like her favorite animal. She has them as pets. Like she sleeps with them. What? Yeah, she loves chickens. Oh, man down in the bus. Oh god. Um. So yeah, I wanted to tell you guys also to um, follow everyone who's on the trip with us. So obviously Sarah Heron at Sarah Heron. Yeah. Um, and we, we've, we've tagged them and I wish I had my phone that functioned properly. Kylie, yours will follow Akinella Expeditions, um, obviously. And then also follow your personal. It's Kylie. Kai Trisha. So K-Y Trisha. Yep. Um, and then we've got Britain, B-R-I-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
The pros are the freedom, yeah. and I have a dog in there that we travel around everywhere, and it's awesome. Um, so there's a lot of pros. Just freedom in general is it's the just, biggest pro for me. I'm so glad to meet you because I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> we can be vannies together. Yes, we can park next to each other. Yeah. It's so fun. So you can park in Walmarts and yeah. Ikeas. And yeah, and Home Depots. There's so many places. Do you usually park in the back of the lot? Just uh, kind of yeah, hide? Like wherever yeah. it's darkest. And that's only if I'm in the city. Um, a good bit of the time, though, I try to be on BLM land or... Yeah, somewhere where I'm not in a parking lot because right. obviously that's not the best. But <laughs> it's so ideal. <laughs> I would love to get a photo of your van just in front of a Walmart. I just wanted to I'll tell everyone about that. Okay, so tell everyone your B R I T T T T E N. Yeah. So everyone follow Britain. Yeah, there's not many people named Britain, so if you just search my name, you're, it usually pops up. You're cool. My my friend uh, Caitlin, who's also been on this podcast, saw who I was going with and goes, "Oh my god, I followed Britain for so long. You're so lucky." <laughs> And oh, you're just so nice. freaking awesome in person. So, yeah. So, that's van life for you. Yeah, Did well, I put you on the spot? No. I'm, I'm, happy, to talk about, yeah. I'm happy to talk about it. Now we're being... Um, every so often, we get pulled off the side of the road. Um, Seriously? I'm going to wear a seatbelt. police here um, just to make sure that everyone in the... Oh, we have to make sure that we have our seatbelts on. God, I don't have one. We don't have seatbelts. Make it look like we have seatbelts. <laughs> Fake it. Oh, we, we have seatbelts on, I promise. Yeah, we're usually fine. They just have to show uh, their their um, kind of tour license or whatnot, and then um, look at this guy's coming right. He's up watching to us. He's, He's watching, watching us. <laughs> we're we're illegally <laughs> illegally podcasting. Illegal public radio. <laughs> please don't please don't get mad. Um. Okay. Yeah. So then we have Molly, M O L L L, I. Wait, three L's. Molly, you have three L's, right? Ross. Oh, we're learning about the speed limit right now. Oh. Interesting. Okay, we're driving safe. We're, so we're, we're driving. Doing okay. the speed limit. Yeah, doing the speed limit. Yeah, we've been. The, the it's been windy sometimes here, so there's been a little seasickness. But um, oh yeah. But yeah. So M O L L L I F I E D. Molly. Molly. She's an awesome chica who works full time. Uh, coding in San Francisco, but you also guys, she's like, she's a boss. You're incredible, Molly. Well, and she's just the most like positive. Like positive. I'll take a photo, oh. and Molly will be like, You're "Oh my god, I'm so excited for you! I'm so excited! I'm yeah. so excited! She's I can't a, wait to see she's it!" She's an amazing human being who yeah. works full time and then manages to p- come out with the most creative content. Um, yeah. and it's incredible. Um, and then we have Bree, whose account is I of she, E Y E of she. She's an awesome girl who just sold all her belongings and moved to South America and is killing it there. She's been living there seven months, right? S- seven seven months, months. And um, she's her boyfriend. Uh, her boyfriend, Jose, and they're basically South America famous because they travel all around and showcase the beauty of South America. So, um, She's awesome. from New York originally. How long are you going to stay in South America, Brie? We have two more months. Two more months. She has two more two countries. More. So she's doing all of South America. She, That's her entire incredible. life is here, by the way. Do you know that? No. In her backpack? No. Like she, she was laughing everything. at me because I have two large suitcases packed to the brim. And she's like, oh, everything I own is right here in this backpack. I was like, wow. Like I need to take a note. We need from to you. see that. That goes back <laughs> to van life and stuff. Like wanting yeah. to just completely go minimal. Yeah. And 
I'm sick of having all of these things. Uh, I know. I always want to like shed everything, you know, like get just clear clutter out. And then I go to Sephora and buy 700 new lip glosses. Same, same here. (laughs) Oh, and then we have amazing Mitchell and Jake here who are putting up with us as we're like, can you get this shot with this puppy? Yeah. And then Jake also owns Arvo. How are the estrogen levels, guys? How are you guys doing? Jake, do you want to come in here and talk really quickly about what it's like to travel with a bunch of chicks? Yeah. I would love to. It's been an absolute blast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is great. Uh, like, it, what's, we should know both of these gentlemen have significance. Actually, everyone here but us. <laughs> but me? No, I do. Everyone, everyone but Olivia. So everyone is doing good. <laughs> but you got married, I thought, to someone. To Mitch. Oh. Don't tell his girlfriend. <laughs> no, but for real, how it are, everyone's good. Like yeah, I feel like temperaments have been good, yeah, considering I've got we're traveling. Very high self-esteem, you know, walking around with uh, you know some pretty ladies. Um, I'm married, but it's fine. Like, yeah, you know, everyone calls Jake Alibaba everywhere yeah, Alibaba. we go, which means what again? So apparently, Alibaba is like a folk or fictional character that had a beard and a oh. lot of wives, and so. And multiple wives. Yeah. Okay. So, so they see me in yeah. Alibaba. And literally everywhere we go, the locals shout Alibaba, <laughs> Alibaba at him. Uh, for some reason, it's kind of endearing to me. I don't know why, but I, I kind of like it. And we're passing it over. Yeah, I just wanted to showcase all of you awesome people. Jake, and you own Arvo, the watches. Yes. They're so great. We're all wearing them. Um, you're a boss who owns or has a hand in 57,000 companies, which is <laughs> incredible. Um, well, but yeah, you're here. I, I enjoy it, and um, I, the, I think the biggest part of you know owning businesses that uh, has made an impact is just meeting new people. Yeah. You know, there's so much to be learned. I think from everybody, and it's, I mean, traveling the world is is amazing. But even in your own backyard, like you can learn so, you know, so much from different people. Right. So it's so cool. <laughs> this is such a great trip. I just love it. Um, all right. So, yeah, so that's everyone on this trip, and I just wanted to showcase everyone. I want you guys yeah. to all follow them because they're all creative and wonderful humans in their own way, and we've had such a fun time. Yeah. Um, and then I've loved hanging out with you. I know. BFFs I'm, for life. I'm, like, that's so... love about trips like yeah. this. You leave, and you're like, oh, my gosh. We just have friends. we have bonded, and we're roomies, and we're... <laughs> in what ways, preparing for this trip, did it feel, like, similar or different from preparing for Bachelor? Oh man, I mean the outfits. Yeah, for sure. Felt very similar. Yeah, because you know, um, here I was all you know, and I think it was a little bit different. It is a little bit different in real life than I expected it to be because, you know, I had thought you have to cover every inch of your body and, yeah. and to, to respect. Oh yeah, that's a good thing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, um, to respect the culture here and the religion and. Um, I mean, we're we are covered the whole time. We're not sitting around wearing like crop tops or anything. But no. um, we certainly. There are women who who have you know the scarves around their head, and there are people who don't. Right. And um, we were actually lucky enough. We went to this uh, store in one of, one of the markets, and um, the owner wrapped a scarf around our head the way yeah. that uh, women traditionally here wear, and it was a really cool we opportunity. Both ways. If you're we, single and if you're married. Yeah, and we took a video so that we can remember it and recreate it because yeah. um, it was really cool. And that's we love to learn about um, you know what 
what they do here. We want to try to emulate as close as possible to, to what they do here. and this whole experience has felt similar but different to The Bachelor. We were talking about this yeah. the other day because yeah. it's like when you're traveling on The Bachelor, you're not actually traveling. Right. Like you're you not seeing anything. Hotel. No. <laughs> and you're like escorted from the airport to the hotel and right. then you never see the light of day unless you get a date is the only time. And then even still, it's like they keep you under lock and key. Under wraps. So this is so much different. Anyone who watches The Bachelor and thinks, I'm going to go on The Bachelor so I can travel to all these countries. No. Sorry to burst your bubble. You don't travel. <laughs> like, that I mean, you do physically hop on a plane yeah. and fly somewhere, but you don't, you don't actually see anything. Um, but then there was also that kind of nervous feeling where, besides you, I didn't know anyone on this right. trip, which was very similar to Bachelor, where you're going into this experience and you don't really know what to expect. And right. you're being thrust into a situation with a bunch of new people and new personalities and you have to find a way I mean especially on trips like this you have to we, we all get along great but we ha I mean we have to we have to collaborate we have to work together yep. so it's not a competitive aspect but we have to be supportive of each other and mm -hmm. um, so yeah so it was similar to that too that yeah. kind of nervous feeling yeah. which it's always hard for me to meet new people and then also like I, I feel a similarity between like we have to you know normally I guess when I kind of travel with Dylan I'm like a little bit more grungy. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we are taking photos. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Back to that washing my armpits thing every day. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I guess I have to put some makeup on today if I'm going to have my photo taken. Same. It's, I have not put this much thought into outfits yeah. in a very long time. I know. It's, it's crazy. It was, it's I had so to go cool. to Target right before. And, you know, can I find long dresses? Can yeah. I find long pants? Of course, I waited till the day before. Yeah. Same and everything. I I thought it was gonna be really hot here. Yeah, we're cold all the time. <laughs> Freezing. I packed all sundresses and like short sleeve shirts, and then we got here and we're freezing. So I've been wearing this same sweater every single day. But whatever. <laughs> Wait, we're we're doing same okay. Same grandma sweater. Yeah. So um so that's our trip. Mm -hmm. We just I know this episode is a little bit different, but I wanted to tell you guys about Morocco and about our trip and inspire you guys to get out and see the yeah. world because I mean I don't know about your DMs but so many of my DMs are just one like you're you're such travel inspiration which hmm. you know that's a I, good one. I just go yeah just go you know yeah that's no one I don't get travel inspiration you're lucky it's <laughs> a good one <laughs> I'll, I'll hey everyone send Sarah a DM send telling me, her that tell she's travel, inspo. travel inspo um Oh, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about was just the question of, of how do you go on all these trips? How do you budget? Oh, Which yeah. is something I really want to touch on mm -hmm. um, before we finish up. But um, obviously a trip like this, because it's work related, there are, no, there are things that, you know, we can get uh, via, you know, work and this company. Um, but, you know, as far as affordability of travel, all of, basically I, I put my entire paycheck which is not much from work um into my savings account and that goes all to travel or plans to travel right. and that's how I do it um and even like camping and backpacking can be really expensive yeah so all I just here all the dried food is actually incredibly expensive it's yeah. like ten dollars well ten dollars a it's, meal but it's not cheap up. yeah so so you really have to but like I I prioritize what I love to do which is travel and back you know backcountry activity so so and yeah. I think yeah I get that question a lot especially from people that I used to work with yeah like colleagues and friends will message me and be like how do you afford to do all this like you're not working you're self-employed like how are you doing this and I think one it's perception yeah. right a lot of the time I think people think 
we're just spending a ton of money and yeah. then behind the scenes you're like no we I had ramen <laughs> or like you have to pick your sacrifices like totally. i said earlier i live with three adults yeah i'm 32 years old and i have three roommates because it's like to me right now cost of living being cheap is important so that i can afford to do the things that i want to do right and also for anyone who like wants tips there's so many influencers out there who are sharing budget travel ideas and like ways to cut down on money and um do things on the cheap but still have a really enriching experience yeah there there you don't have to go crazy on a trip to um you know even like iceland we had the camper and we slept in the camper which was a way of cutting on spending or you know we only ate out three times the majority we had pb and j's and those are things i try to show those things too because um you know i don't we couldn't even afford alcohol half the time because you know we we'd have to budget so it's important to remember um and something that influencers i feel like should do more or have a duty to do is show realistic you know expectations of trips Mm -hmm. and then all we, we we are not just here glamorous all the time like I have to live a lot more minimally in my life in Seattle so that I can afford to do things like this so that's just Uh, kind of a thing speaking of alcohol (laughs) do you think Caitlin Bristow would survive on this trip (laughs) Caitlin I'm barely surviving we don't we don't have wine you guys we don't have wine we did we asked at the Riyadh in Fez if uh, the Riyadh Salam if we could have a bottle of wine and we did have a yeah, bottle but I I haven't treat. been this sober in a long time. I don't think I have either. I'm quite my body impressed. feels it, my body would feel better if we I mean carbs I think are the main ingredient a yeah. lot here. We've been <laughs> carbs, eating is so carb an ingredient? Carb is an ingredient. You can buy it on, on You can buy carb in the spice. Um room. we're eating lots of carb. Um <laughs> So I would feel a lot thinner and uh, yeah. less bloaty. Yeah. If I um, at least we're not in, drinking though. We're Imagine not if we're drinking, drinking on top of all the carbs. Oh, we, I, <laughs> this so is bad. the first podcast I've recorded in a long time where I'm not drinking. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's something. I mean, it's Arab culture. Yeah. Right. Is that why? I I want to ask Rastam if they don't. Yeah. They don't serve alcohol anywhere. Yeah. So there's we did have a bottle of wine. Um, but it certainly was like not offered. It's not a thing that anyone really. Oh, and something else I was thinking we should talk about is the prices here when yeah. you're shopping are really kind of a mixed bag. I've they gone really in, are. We went into like this gas station for snacks in the middle of nowhere, and a bag of chips was essentially three dollars and fifty cents, which mm-hmm. is really expensive for, for a chips. bag of Fritos. Yeah. And but then you go into like the more populated places, and you can, uh, today. I mean, this is a horrible reference, but I got like a million crystals for $18. <laughs> so it's just like everywhere you go, I feel like it's different. I, what would you tell people to expect? I mean, it's definitely cheaper it's than the cheaper, United States. It's um, cheaper, but definitely do your math on on the um, kind of exchange rate or yeah. the rate for, you know, US dollars um, versus Durham's. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if something is 10,000 Durham's, that's about 100. US dollars. So I think the what we really figured out was that you d- divide everything kind of sort of loosely by, by 10. 10. Yeah. Um so yeah, it has been a mixed bag. There's I I what did I, Oh, I got a, ju- a juice. Yeah. He juiced everything right in front of me and it was only a dollar. Yeah. Only 1 US See? dollar. But then yeah, you'll buy a bag of chips at a um a grocery store of sorts and yeah, it's like 354 dollars. Yeah. So it is it is interesting. And there, it is a place where you, at least in the markets, you can bargain, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they're open to it. 
they'll fight you a little bit, but they're open to it. So uh, something I was warned about coming into this trip was like, oh, be careful. They scam you. Be- they scam you. And I don't really feel I've never felt like scammed. I've gotten scammed. No. Like you, you definitely have to barter, but I don't ever feel like I've walked out of somewhere yeah. being like, oh, I just paid a fortune for something that I could have gotten for pennies. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we have. We should look back at our spending. Um, oh, I, I never do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's too scary. <laughs> I don't want evidence. Have a heart attack. I'd have a heart attack. Um, so yeah. So that's our trip, and I uh, just want you guys to follow along. And um, we can't talk about the Sahara yet because we haven't been. So please follow along the on the Sahara. Sahara. Um, it's be amazing. And the desert, where it's going to be ridiculous. Um, so yeah. So thanks for listening. Hope that was educational for you yeah a little bit different of course special episode from the van um oh and next week i will have uh, a new episode with tenley so um yeah so what's she wait we didn't talk about the news the biggest bachelor news we do want to talk about one more thing um we have to talk about bachelor nation a little bit we discovered we had no idea um but we were in the middle of uh of chef chowen and we found out that ari and lauren are having a baby lion dyke yeah that's, that was the craziest thing i've opened that's on crazy exciting i really yeah. like them i i like them too. did you read his post where no. he's like i'm lying here in the middle of when the he had a photo of her <laughs> yeah and he's so like sweet. i hear the dogs you're asleep next you're breathing. to me you're breathing and i'm just so lucky he's smitten. he's smitten yeah, he's gonna be so so pumped to i know I, I can't wait to keep up with this um i think they're great and I don't, I'm irrationally excited. Everyone gets excited about bachelor babies and, uh, Oh my God. I can't that. Okay. So that's who else has, so he'll be the second bachelor. Yeah. Sean Sean? and well, Jake. Oh yeah. Sean and Ari. Oh my God. That's it. Funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then I'm irrationally excited also for, if we're going to go female baby bachelor, Becca Martinez super oh, excited yeah that baby's gonna come out with the most perfect eyebrows you've ever seen that they're gonna come out microbladed baby it's gonna be I a love that she's rock climbing i don't know if she's rock if she's still you should connect rock with her climbing. i know i'm like i don't know why we're not friends yeah, you guys she's all about everything i'm about and but she posted a photo of her out at alabama hills rock climbing and i was like you are my goal like life goal she's also should be on like on back burner prep for january when the oh, not she lift okay. podcast comes back, yeah, we could do pro- she put the episode in the like can empowerment. She just also started workshop. a podcast too. She did. Yeah, what's it about? I don't know. Okay, let's <laughs> look it up. Look, sorry guys, tell us. Um, so yeah, so that's that's Bachelor Baby news. I don't know if you have heard of that yet, but we're awesome. super excited about it. Um, and we have talked about Bachelor a little bit while we've been here because that's such a big part of our lives and all oh, of yeah. us have been sharing our life experiences. So Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we're on Bachelor Baby Talk. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, Follow everyone. along. Follow, you know, once again, if you want to go on a classic Akinella Expeditions trip and bring a friend for free, um, you can go on their website. The link is in our bio. And um, you can... Uh, Olivia Akinella or Sarah Akinella. Either one. I won't be offended if you use Sarah. Actually, <laughs> I hope you do. Um, and get, go on a trip and bring a friend for free because that's the freaking deal of a lifetime. And these trips are awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, thanks for listening. We're going to fall asleep because we have a couple more hours for the Sahara. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. All right. So, uh, there's our trip to Morocco. Um, if you guys are interested in a trip like this, you got to visit Akinella Expeditions. They're pretty much all over 
uh, all of our photos from the trip. Um, and make sure to follow Sarah Heron. That's at S-A-R-A-H Heron, H-E-R-R-O-N. Go ahead and also uh, check out her website if you're interested in her uh, workshops that she was talking about. And uh, follow her Instagram for her nonprofits called She Lift Grams. Um, love her. We've had the most fun on this trip to Morocco. Obviously you guys know how much I love traveling and it was really great to kind of take you firsthand into what we were doing and literally right on the bus with us. So as I said, interviewing Tenley for next week. So uh, you'll be hearing from Tenley next Tuesday. See you guys then. Have a great week.